0: I'm Samantha Swindler.
1: And I'm Tom Hallman.
0: And this is Oregon Lives. And this is a really weird episode of Oregon Lives, because I know the story and Tom maybe doesn't know the story. But this is a, (laughs) this is going to be a monster story.
1: Do we need the little soundtrack from the Monster Mash there, Sam?
0: Maybe like Creature from the Black Lagoon. So this is one of these weird, quirky Portland stories that I find endlessly fascinating and amusing. This story started with me answering a help wanted ad on Facebook. It was a volunteer job. And the listing said helper wanted for Portland Slee Stack. And the description was just looking for anyone local who might want to help Portland Slee Slack with dressing and undressing taking photos and videos, and to provide security occasionally in various places as we try to elicit fun screams as we surprise unsuspecting Portlanders.
1: Okay, I have to tell you, that, that sounds like it should be X-rated. Just, just, <laughs> just on, on the face of that. And I have a couple questions for you. Was this something you wanted to do, or was this uh, Samantha, the reporter?
0: I don't even know where one begins and one ends.
1: That's a great answer.
0: <laughs> I would have just done this just because I was curious, right? But the, the person who had posted this, and I didn't even know who it was at this point, it was associated with a page called Portland slea Stack. And at that time, it had like, I don't even know, maybe 100 followers. Do you know what a slea stack is?
1: Zero idea. I would, how do you even spell it? No, no idea.
0: Do you remember the show Land of the Lost?
1: Yeah, like a 1960s or 70s show.
0: When I show you the picture, you'll know exactly what it is.
1: Yeah, that's like, yeah, yeah I, I don't know where this uh, podcast is going, but I saw it, yes.
0: <laughs> Does that look familiar to you now? Well,
1: not really. It just looks like, you know, science fiction and monsters and...
0: It's a lizard person that was in the 1970s children's TV show. Land of the Lost. To the land of the lost. It was one of those creepy acid trip sort of shows by Sid and Marty Croft that came out in the 1970s. Like H.R. Puff and stuff.
1: remember that.
0: So there's this show, Land of the Lost, and the thing is the sleaze stack. And there's this guy, I assumed it was a guy, who had created this Facebook page, and it was just Portland Slee Stack. We're going to go around in a Slee Stack outfit and try to scare people.
1: So did you leave your name and number with your editor in case you vanished?
0: Yes. (laughs) Well, I did. So So I responded to the ad, and the guy got back to me, and that's when I found out who this person was. His name is Brent Marr, and he's totally normal. Or, or at least as normal as somebody who would do this would be.
2: Well, my name is Brent Marr, um, and I am a, a maintenance technician for a property management company downtown in Portland. I guess I make monsters.
1: Is it based around Halloween or just any time of the year?
0: The way it started is he was wanting a costume for Halloween.
2: Um, it wasn't really something that I'd set out to do. I originally wanted a mask. I wanted a stack mask. I thought wouldn't it be cool to, like, you know, have the stack head and then wear a tuxedo, you know, and go out dancing or whatever or for, for Halloween or something like that. And so I got some clay and a, a, an armature and started sculpting a, a, a head. And he'd
0: never sculpted anything before. This was his first try, and it's coming along, and it's looking really good.
2: And, you know, I, I was giggling like a supervillain half the time because it was like I couldn't believe that it was showing up the way it did. You know, once the head was done... It kind of demanded that I make the body, too, and so it stole my credit card, and there we are. <laughs>
0: he ended up getting a wetsuit and then sculpting in clay.
2: I sculpted each piece um, right down to every little detail, every scale, and then cast in plaster and then separated. Well, what I used was a uh, clay called Wed Clay. And, and Wed, W-E-D, stands for Walt Edward Disney. Um, it's what the uh, sculptors use to make the animatronic characters for It's a Small World and the, the Pirates of the Caribbean. The claws are basically s- sculptures out of a two-part epoxy over a 3D-printed hollow structure underneath.
0: The eyes, they have these big dome eyes. For the monster, they are security camera covers.
1: That's very clever.
2: I did a lot of you know looking through images and uh, looked at a lot of the movie that Will Ferrell did back in two thousand nine. Um, you know,
0: terrible movie,
2: but the sleeksacks were kind of cool looking.
1: How many hours do you think he spent doing this?
0: He spent months and months on this. He made his first one in twenty eighteen, and he wore it to a Halloween costume contest that was being put on by a radio station.
2: I am standing in front of one of the most amazing things I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> the Portland <laughs> Sleeve is in the news. You know, being so hard to see and so hard to move, I didn't really get to circulate the crowd a whole lot either. So, you know, fourth place happens. <laughs>
0: when I went to, to meet him, I was thinking he would be like he worked in theater tech was what I was right. thinking. Like he had some or, kind of or background. Set
1: design.
0: Yeah, like costuming. And he was like, no, nope, just watched a lot of YouTube videos.
1: I, I, a little bit of a diversion here. I know from getting to know you, you're into these costumes. I think you won an Oregonian costume contest. Weren't you like a, a Freedom of Information request form or something?
0: Yeah, I've won two years in a row, the Oregonian okay. costume contest. What was the,
1: what, what was the first one? <laughs>
0: I was a um, fast-talking, old-timey newspaper reporter. I like costumes. I like play. I think that as adults, we don't give ourselves enough time to just play. I don't think it should be considered that weird to want to dress up in costumes. I don't know. I mean, Comic-Con is really popular for a reason. People like to have that expression. And I think we should normalize play as adults.
1: I did buy a Michael Myers mask from a place in Hollywood, and I wore that, wore that around my neighborhood just to creep people out. But, uh, but I have not. It's fun not been to a scare cost. people. It is. So back to this. This is it, if he, if somebody saw this, is it scary to see this costume this man wore, or is it just like, oh, I remember that show.
0: I mean, I think it's. Depending on where you saw it, it might be um, startling. He's not like going after people or yelling at them or, you know, trying to intimidate people. I mean, he can't, frankly, he can't walk that fast in this costume anyway. So he's not like chasing people down in the streets in a way that I think would be malicious. He just sort of puts himself in places in public spaces where folks might come across him and then it gives him a little bit of a jolt. And he has a couple of friends that go with him because it's quite a to-do to get into the costume. And he'll set up shop at Pioneer Courthouse Square. So the first time that I met Brent, I met him at the Witch's Castle. It was during the day. So it wasn't like, you know, totally crazy. Never,
1: never heard of that. That intrigues me. What, tell, what's, what's the Witch's Castle?
0: It used to be, I think in the 1930s or 20s, a ranger station in Forest Park. And then it used to be bathrooms, and now it's nothing. So it's just the stone structure is there. And whatever was wood has sort of rotted away. So it looks like the remnants of an old creepy witch's house. Kids in the the 80s and stuff would go out there and throw ravers all night.
1: Why did he pick that place to meet you?
0: Because that's where he was going to put the sleet stack costume on. Because that would be a perfect place for a sleet stack to just be hanging out.
1: And you weren't creeped out at all. By the whole turn of events, like, hey, I'm going to wear this costume, meet me up in Forest Park at this witch's castle.
0: I mean, now you're making me, like, question my own judgment, but <laughs> no, I didn't think it was that weird.
1: This is an episode of a, of, uh, you know, special victims unit. You need El- you need Elliot to rescue it's, you. Okay. It's
0: too dumb to be dangerous. That was what I was thinking. This is so ridiculous. Oh, my
1: God. That is the lead of the story. <laughs> That would be written. <laughs> she said it was too dumb to be dangerous.
0: It was fine. There were tons of people there. In fact, there were so many people that it was kind of difficult for him to get any scares. We'll be back after a short break. So the head of the sleestack stack is like a motorcycle helmet. And as you know, because you have a motorcycle, he's got like one of these radio things so he can talk through it. And his other buddy has the other receiver so they can talk and communicate because it's kind of hard to hear inside the sleestack. deck. So, so he's got another friend hanging out like 20 feet away and he's like watching to see when a hiker or somebody is coming by. And then he tells him, you know, when to kind of jump out or, or step forward so they can try to scare people. I don't want it to sound like it's malicious. He's not really jumping out. He's just sort of stepping forward from the shadows. He's not lunging toward anybody. And then people, you know, people react. I can't stop giggling at this. I think it's even funnier when people do not have any reaction at all. Right? It's just
2: like, okay, whatever, Portland, (laughs) or Tuesday, or whatever the case may be. That's
0: so funny. (laughs)
2: Even down at Pioneer Square, there was lots of photos of me standing in a sea of people that were just walking by, not even yeah. acknowledging that I was there. It was very telling of, of Portland <laughs> and the spirit here. <laughs> it's like weird is commonplace now.
1: What does he get, do you think, emotionally uh, or for the fun of doing this? What does he get out of it?
0: Well, the same, the same thing that you got out of wearing that Michael Myers mask and kind of yeah, freaking for- people out. It's fun okay. to scare people.
1: Is this a one-time thing, or is he going to do it again?
0: Oh, he's done it. No, he's done it multiple times. That was just the time that I went.
1: So for listeners, is there a way that they can figure out when he's going to go out again where they could do this?
0: So he has a Facebook page called Portland Slee Stack, and when he does these little Slee Stack attacks, he'll post it on his page, Um, and then, he, yeah, he'll post for pictures and
1: what you know as much as i kind of teased you about this and what one of the things that i think you made a really good point is that we do need play in our life and we do need to have a sense of adventure and fun especially these days and that might be somebody deciding to go down and build a sandcastle at the beach or it might be somebody going to do something as childlike as flying a kite or, in this case, doing something that is distracting for the person doing it and for the person who sees it and uh, given that this podcast is coming out in such a tumultuous time it it can lighten our spirits in a ways that normally it wouldn't like if right now, if you could go on a an old fashioned merry go round you might find people that would never have done that, but might enjoy it and say, oh, this is just corny, innocent fun.
0: When we went out to the witch's castle, it was in February. The innocence of February. Nobody was wearing masks. People were in groups. There were large groups hiking together. Honestly, people loved it. Like they, He couldn't scare anybody because crowds were forming. People were lining up to take pictures with him. People were taking selfies. Little kids were running up.
1: <laughs> oh, Manny! Manny, come see this! Ah! Oh! Oh what is that thing? Oh, yeah.
2: don't
0: ask me. Yeah. alien. Do yeah. you suppose we're aliens' patients? <laughs> it was just one of these quirky little things that you come across in portland and
1: right now you could get you you could really scare people if you went somewhere and just started coughing and sneezing real loud
0: (laughs) yeah that would actually be that would be terrifying that would not be a fun joke
1: i do think there's a a
0: line right like there's a line between what is what is fun Acceptable as like a fun scare, and what is more of a creepy, mean-spirited scare. And I, I do think that what they're trying to do is is more in that lighthearted way. But
1: oh, you can. T- I mean, nobody's going to look at that and think, oh, somebody from Mars showed up.
0: When the coronavirus stuff first began, I kind of put this on the back burner because he wasn't going out and, and doing anymore. Right. And then a couple of weeks ago. Brent messaged me on Facebook and he said, hey, I think we're going to go back out again. So I went and met them, and this time was at night, at the East Side waterfront. Tonight
2: we're going to try to surprise people that are out for a midnight stroll or a jog or a bike ride, and uh, hopefully they're going to be walking along and not expecting anything weird to happen, and uh, we're going to change that for them today.
0: So you have some distractions planned. Tell me, tell me how you're gonna like
2: well, we have get the element of surprise. Little devices that uh, make the stack sound. So it'll sound like there's maybe three, maybe four sleestak up in the the trees somewhere, and uh, that's gonna hopefully draw their eye away while I'm actually on the other side of the road, and I'll make a couple of steps toward them and make a noise of my own, and hopefully that'll incite a good scream or two.
0: And this is the first attack, I guess. Post-pandemic, or in the middle of a pandemic,
2: correct, correct. So, um, so we're going to do our best tonight, today, to you know make sure we stay distant from people. Um, you know, we'll scare you from a distance, hopefully.
0: He's like a rolling wagon cart, and he has two buddies helping him, and they wheel all the costumes out, and they and they go down the waterfront, and he kind of stages himself underneath a street light and it's right at dusk, like right as it's getting dark. And he puts the costume on and is just trying to catch people unawares just like hanging out on the waterfront. surreal because I'm out there it would have been like 9:30 at night and I am kind of crouched down like behind some bushes because I don't want to I don't know give it away um, and and we're waiting for anybody to come by. there weren't a lot of people out and I'm looking on my phone at Twitter and at that moment you know a half mile as the crow flies. Federal officers were tear-gassing the crowds that were protesting at the federal courthouse. This
1: is the Federal Protective Service. If you continue to throw fire, and I'm fired from
0: federal party, you are subject to arrest and crowd control conditions. That is Portland.
1: <laughs> that is, uh, the whole scene is surreal. You crouching down, hiding a guy in a costume from a kid show from 40 years ago and tear gas. So let me ask you this. What do you want listeners to uh, come away with from our podcast?
0: God, I don't even know. Does this have to have like a deep meaning? I just think it's a weird thing that somebody does. And I think weird things should be celebrated. (laughs) Well, I, I, I guess I would come back to this idea of play. I think that finding a creative outlet is important. And if that is a maintenance worker spending hundreds of hours hand-crafting a beautiful costume and then wearing it out around Portland to give other people a little bit of a thrill, that's so cool.
1: I think ultimately we come back to play, whether it's in groups or the closest people in our life. You have to have play and laughter and silliness.
0: Oh, and he also has... um, he made business cards and stickers and things. So if he does get somebody... Well, if you if you went and asked him what he was doing, they've got business cards that say... It just says like Portland Sleestack. Scarer of children.
1: <laughs> this sounds like something Michael Scott would do in the office.
0: I find this so funny. I don't know why. This really taps into my sense of humor, maybe. I can tell. <laughs> I was really excited to go out with... The slea stack, even though I probably didn't really need any more footage for the story that I wanted to write, I just wanted to go out and see something fun. You know, seeing the slea stack back on the streets, it was like Portland's gonna get through this, you know, Portland's gonna stay weird. And and not to discount a lot of the, the serious issues that are going on and the real conversations that this community needs to have about its policing but it was just nice to have a moment where there was just a weird guy in a costume hanging out on the waterfront doing his goofy little thing.
1: (laughs) That's a perfect way to wrap this up.
0: (laughs) Thank you for listening. If you want to hear more Oregon lives, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like what you've heard, please leave us a review.